Obviously, we learn something new every time when new food, new products come out. A good example of that is now we're seeing edible insects, uh, which have been around for a while in, in other places, but here in the States, we're not used to that. So how do we keep those products safe? How do we keep this cell culture meat and things like that safe? Everybody's got to eat, and nobody likes getting sick. That's why heroes toil in the shadows, keeping your food safe at all points, from the supply chain to the point of sale. Join industry veterans Francine L. Shaw and Matt Ragusi for a deep dive into food safety. It all boils down to one golden rule. Don't eat poop. Don't eat poop. Okay, so we are at Food Safety Consortium. And this is Tyler Williams. Tyler, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so a little bit about myself. So I've been in the food safety world for about eight years. I started right after undergrad, came to work for ASI, started in the scheduling department, and I was doing GFSI Global Market a lot for Walmart and then moved my way up into the company and really fell in love with food safety, decided to get my master's in food safety from Michigan State, get my certificate in international food law from there as well. And then the rest is history. Ever since I've been, I've done everything from auditing to consulting with food companies, dietary supplements. Most recently, the past five years, I've been doing the same work that I was doing in food safety in cannabis. And so basically preaching the good word of cannabis safety and quality and bringing these, this industry that's been illegitimate for so long, legitimate and making sure that it's safe for consumers. So, yeah. And... There was huge news that just happened this year. Yeah, so we went through a merger with Kiwa Group at the end of last year. So then with that, I became the CEO of ASI January 1. So it's been fun growing the company, expanding. We're launching a bunch of new service lines. So getting into more certifications outside of food safety. So looking at food sustainability, organic, corporate social responsibility, system certification. So it's been a great year getting our feet wet and all these new service lines. And, and now you're one of the youngest in the food compliance world. Yeah. Is that a benefit? Is it uh I don't know if it's a benefit or not. I would say I feel like I have a perspective that most people that have been in the industry for a long time, maybe they don't have that same perspective as me. So maybe that's a good thing. But I, age is just a number. It's good. I tell my team that it's like building a, a soccer team, right? You have to have experienced people and you have to have those young, energetic people on your team. So I think it's at ASI, we have a good mix. And so, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's good because being in it for 20 years, you can get jaded, right? There's you. There's a few things you get jaded. Oh, the whole industry doesn't care about food safety. And so I'm, I'm just going to quit. Or you can get jaded and be like, the whole industry doesn't care about food safety. So F them all. And now I'm going to be like, out there to get them. Or you could be like, well, at least they're getting there. But you have a fresh eye, so you get to see it in yeah. terms of, no, they're actually really trying and they've come a long way. And here are some tools we can help you with. And I've really been watching you with your career. It's been really cool to see a whole new fresh eyes. And I, I remember just having people ask you, like old timers, in, in dinners with you being like, no, I don't want to hear from you, Matt. I want to hear from Tyler. What's, <laughs> what is the, what does the future look like for food safety? And, and, and that's really cool to see. Yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. I, like I said, I think, uh, hopefully I bring a new perspective. It's food safety is food safety. The risk hasn't changed much. Obviously we learn something new every 
time when new food, new products come out. A good example of that is now we're seeing edible insects, uh, which have been around for a while and, and other places, but here in the States, we're not used to that. So how do we keep those products safe? How do we keep this cell culture meat and things like that safe? So it's ever changing, but uh, food safety at its core is it's same also, it's, it, but it's interesting going into the, these new markets. So congratulations. I haven't had a chance to tell you that. When I started, when I was first promoted, I was also, I was very, very young. I was 24 and I was one of the youngest in the industry at that time. And yeah. <laughs> there was an industry back then? <laughs> a long time ago. So I, I know what it takes to do that. So yeah, congratulations. It's good to see that. And it's good to see young people in the industry. Oh, what's your favorite part of your job? Ooh, that is a tough question. I would have to say the favorite part of my job is in the mornings, going or walking around the office and just, on a, especially on a Monday, going around to each employee and saying, hey, hello, good morning. How was your weekend? And just catching up with everybody before the day starts kind of makes the, the day, I don't know, makes you feel better about yourself and the team and kind of builds that team spirit. So that's probably my favorite part of my day, but I still do consulting, even though I don't get to do it as much. So I really like helping companies. I think that's where I'm passionate about. That's probably where I'll do when I'm semi-retired is consult, like most people in the industry do. <laughs> so I, I do I enjoy that part. And what always makes me happy when a customer calls in and says, thank you so much for X, Y, and Z, getting us to this certification or getting us to fix this problem or whatever. So I'd say between those two, it's, those are the best things, well, both best part of my job. And kudos to you for going around and talking to your team and doing that because a lot of times people forget, like yeah. don't ever stop doing that. That's yeah, we all come back to consulting <laughs> when we age out. It's full circle, it's full circle, right? <laughs> age out. That's how we started. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Matt, Matt's been calling me mom. <laughs> He's going to die. <laughs> and this is how we do our podcast. <laughs> so that being said, what does trust mean to you? Ooh, trust. Of yeah, no. <laughs> trust is one, it's mutual. I think you have to earn it. And so for a food company in particular, I think it's sticking to what you believe in and what you believe in providing safe food for your customers. If you don't actually believe in it, then you're not ever going to get the trust of your consumers or anybody else in the industry. So yeah, I think it's a combination of mutual trust and respect and just doing the right thing. I agree. It's so much, it's the foundation of what we do. Trust is one of those things, at least for me, it's like on and it is very difficult to get back, if ever. And for corporations, it takes a really long time. I think the, the bigger the company, the harder it is for them to fail without naming some of the big guys. So you, there's some of them that do shady stuff, but they have so many brands underneath them, people forget about it. And it's, right. they have, dominate so much of the market. And the thing is, when companies make, the big companies, and I'm going to name a name, Chipotle, when they messed up, and it's common knowledge. Everybody talks about the dollars and cents, what it costs them financially, but they forget about what it costs them in consumer loyalty and trust. I will tell you that personally, I do not, still do not eat at Chipotle for that reason. Uh, after being in the food safety world, recall after recall and issue after issue with Chipotle, I just, I don't go back. And so, yeah, that is a hundred percent. Right. And I, I know the food safety 
vice president now at Chipotle, you can eat there. No, I know. <laughs> and I know. It's very different I've, now. I've, I've heard them speak at several conferences touting their food safety, and I don't doubt it. But Frank Giannis is on there, is, is now helping them as well. They're good. But no, this is the thing. Like, there's a story in my book about a company that I did a job for. I know the brand. It's a good brand. And I know what their standards and their reputation was. And you have somewhere you have to go. And it had such an impact on me. It was months till I could eat at that brand. And this is one rogue store. You know what I mean? But it was months until I could go into that brand just because of this experience. So the stuff like that has an impact, trust-wise and psychologically for me, after what I went through. So what do you enjoy most about the Food Safety Consortium? Probably seeing familiar faces and catching up with old friends. It's The industry is so small. Everybody knows everybody. Even though the food industry itself is massive, food safety is relatively small. So it's good to catch up with old friends and see familiar faces and see who's working for what company now. Because <laughs> uh, it seems like we all kind of hop around. So yeah, I would say that's probably my favorite part. That's one thing. It's funny because in the food service industry, that was something too. It's like people would leave one restaurant sometimes and you'd, they would go to another restaurant. So I think it's industry wide. If there was one thing that could be changed maybe about the consortium to improve it, what would that be? Not, ha if anything. not having a New Jersey. <laughs> no offense to the New Jersey listeners out there. Uh, just, I, I come to, there's a lot of food companies in New Jersey, so I'm here all the time and I'm tired of coming here. <laughs> what would be a better location? Probably somewhere with a beach. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm a beach fan. I'm all about it. But then when we come to the meetings, if there was a beach. Uh, maybe they'll have the meetings on the beach and we'll do the presentations in the sand. Everyone could be barefoot. It would be great. I'm all about the beach in the sand. Sunscreen. Yeah. You want to see me in a bikini towel? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I would definitely pay whatever the registration is to see that. Your mom and I would have a great time on the beach. 100%. Bring, bring us a drink. <laughs> we have a great time and with that <laughs> yeah because i agree with you one of the great things about the food safety consortium is in and the food safety summit too is how intimate and close it is with really it's just a food safety conference versus ifpa which i'm going to in two days which is like twenty thousand people i mean it is so hard to connect but here it is really good to we see the same people here and new people too it's great for new people to come because can't network in an event that's massive but an event like this and you're new you can come and you can get to know who the key players are that've been around for a while and everybody wants to help the new people out because they're going to be the the people that are going to be taking the torch moving on so i agree with you i like that we start talking about having this on the beach and matt takes the mic from me <laughs> what is he afraid i'm going to say <laughs> Well, in this podcast, I don't think there's anything you can be afraid of to say. <laughs> well, I know you um, need to go someplace else, but thank you so much for your time, Tyler. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Francine. Thank you. Thanks a lot.